Hello and welcome to Keep Showing Up with Beasters of Fitness, where we dive into all things fitness, nutrition, mental health, and more. I am here to guide you through your fitness journey or even inspire someone out there to incorporate some healthier habits into their life. I'm your host, Brianna Souza, and let's get into today's episode. Hello, hello. Welcome back. <laughs> um, I have never said that, I don't think. We're going to talk about some random, whatever, whatever things, some things about fitness, some things about relationships and blah, 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 and business and all that. So um, I really actually recorded an episode yesterday, but it was one of those episodes that like, of course, because you guys know that like, you guys as in like the 10 people that listen to this, I'm just kidding. Maybe a little more. Every episode is different view wise this is for this this podcast is for whoever finds it and likes it and enjoys it this podcast isn't something that i'm like i thought i even promote that much it's really for the people that find me and like it you know um what was i even saying oh i record yesterday and you guys know that like i i just go on tangents for the most part like some episodes especially at the beginning i was like writing notes for the episode and making it super formal and then it, I was trying to make it too perfect and then I wasn't enjoying it and then I stopped for a while and I just, I like this form better. Very chill, very like talking about whatever, whatever, and it's fun. And like whatever comes to mind, I'll have a few ideas like prior starting the episode, but for the most part, it's a good vibe to just kind of vibe and talk about whatever. So first I want to talk about, because um, I posted on Instagram I was like, podcast topics, please, please, please. And I got one submission, <laughs> which is okay. It's okay. Um, honestly, normalize not getting like a response. You know what I mean? Like normalize not getting good, what do you call that, engagement when you post something. Like it's really not that big of a deal. But I think it's like, because you know how many times that someone posted that and I scroll past and that is a part of the four agreements. And I know I talk about this every episode. I get it. It That's why it's such a good book because I keep talking about it. But um, don't take anything personally. It's not personal if someone doesn't swipe up. Like, you know what I mean? Things aren't personal. And I love that lesson that I've learned in my life, like not taking things personal. But um, I'm drinking my love protein coffee. It's um, just like cold brew and cookies and cream um, protein shake. I really want to get a coffee today, but I'm like, Bronna, you have everything to make coffee. You're not going to spend 5 to $6. It's so like, no. Normalize not liking Dunkin' Donuts. Now, they're like, food is good. I don't really have it too often. It's one of those things, like on a Sunday, sometimes my dad will be like, do you want a corn muffin? And it's just like so wholesome that sometimes I'm like, Yes, I want a corn muffin because it's like so sweet that he's asking me. But um, I don't even know why I just brought that up. Well, I'm bringing up like the fact that like I don't really have their food that much, but it's hard to say no because it's so nice that he's asking me. So like I've learned to have like half of it and then later if I want the other half, I'll have it. And if not, if it's my macros, whatever. Not everything is about macros. I totally get it. But when you're in a cut, sometimes it is. I'm not in a cut anymore. Thank God. Thank God. Oh, my God. I'm over it. I messaged my coach and long story short, 
I took a course through DLD to become an online trainer and nutrition coach. And it was like to renew my license and also just to have like a further certification, best course I've ever taken. They are literally the best. So that was that. And they have a peer to peer coaching program where basically they give me a client and I get a coach for like the exchange of you know, it's like a free like exchange, you know, and it's amazing, amazing, amazing. So I have a coach for a few months and I messaged her and I was like, this is my first time having a coach. I've loved it. She's taught me so much being a client. Every, every trainer has always said, be a client. It helps you so much. And I just was waiting for the right moment. And I'm so happy I did it. It, it has taught me so much like, oh my God. And so, yeah, I, um, what am I saying? Oh, I messaged my coach. I voice memoed her. I'm like, I cannot be in this deficit any longer. I need to get out of this. My body was giving me signs and it was like, please get us out. We want more food. Our bodies are not made to be in a deficit for a long time because then, yes, I could have taken a diet break and gone back. But for me, I was like, this is like, not worth it. I want to build some damn muscle. Like I miss looking in the mirror, flexing after a workout and feeling like super pumped up. Like right now it's like, I'm in a deficit. I'm not really gaining a shit ton of muscle and I'm working so hard, but I'm not really seeing that kind of muscle building. So right now we're reverse. We are reversing. And so I'm going to bring my macros up to like more or less like 250 carbs to 275 more or less. Um, about 23 to 2400 calories. And I'm God, I'm so excited to be at that amount. I miss making meals and not having to worry about like, is this going to fit my macros? Like when you're at maintenance, you have to pretty much go over or have like a really good amount of food to go over in your macros when you're at maintenance. So it's amazing because you have so much more flexibility. I'm going to be in maintenance for a majority of the year. Now for reference, I am 5'7 and I'm averaging about 205 right now. And when I first started my weight loss journey, so 2019, 2020 is when I was my heaviest, I believe. But um, I like started my weight loss journey in like kind of 2022, a little bit in 2021. Like it was like when I kind of like started a little bit. But I would say 2022 of um, August of 2022 is when it really started. And by then I was about like 230. And so I've lost about, um, wait, what did I say that 250 was my heaviest? I think I remember, cause I don't have a picture of anything, but I remember weighing in at like 248. So I, I believe at one point I was 250 and I was like, you know, round up, but I've lost like, cause I've gotten down to 199. Now I'm averaging 205, but I've lost 50 pounds, like literally good for me. Sometimes I forget, like that's insane. And so it, it doesn't matter how long it takes you because I was not educated in the nutrition department until 2022. And so I was practicing what I preach. I was practicing. I was like basically testing, being my own test subjects. Like I was my own client and I've gotten here. This is my first time having a coach. So I've walked myself through all the phases. And so I'm proud of myself. And right now, yes, it would be great to lose more weight. Like I would eventually would like to lose. I mean, I don't have like anything specific in mind. But thinking I, I might want to get down to like maybe 185. But 
it's kind of amazing that I'm not in a rush to go like get there because talking to me two years ago I would have been horrified if like I knew that I was going to spend majority of the year not losing weight but I'm so excited also I'm going to be losing body fat and building muscle so the scale will probably stay the same all year I'm totally fine with that I'm happy with where I am. I'm proud of myself. I don't give a shit. Like I, I want to build some damn muscle. I want my legs to be huge and defined and muscular. And I want my arms to be jacked. Like I'm not worried about losing any more weight because I'm also losing a little bit of muscle in the process. And I just want big ass arms, like muscular. So that's what we're doing. So about every week we're going to increase our macros until we get there. And yeah, I was just thinking about how crazy building clientele is when you start a new business. Like hairdressers, like nail artists, they all feel the same way. I'm sure makeup artists, like anything like clientele based. It is so humbling when you first start trying to get clients in your schedule. And I'm so grateful that that's not really a thought anymore. I, I have like a full schedule. I, I'm, I feel so grateful for it. Like you have no clue when sometimes I have moments and I'm looking at my schedule for the week and I'm like, this is absolutely insane that I have such like a long day today. And it you have to really, really remember your mindset of like, oh, I have a long day tomorrow. No, you get to have a long day tomorrow. Remember I had nobody? <laughs> huh? And so it brought me back to remembering back in the day, 2021, when I opened my business, having to take anything I could get. I would take late clients. I would take extra early clients because I didn't have a choice. I was like my only option because when you build your clientele, now you can play around with, okay, when do I want to work? Now that I have clients that want to see me, what time do I want to work? And so I love my schedule right now. Um, I work a lot. I love it. And I was just talking on my Instagram story about how I wear all the hats. Like right now my business is literally just me, but I love it. I know it's a lot of work, but I love it. And um, it's just fun. And I know that one day I'll have people on my team with me, which will be, of course, so exciting. But I do love I love doing everything myself. I take a lot of pride in it and I'm soaking it all in because I know like one day I'm going to need help. And so right now I'm just enjoying the craziness and I don't know, very exciting. But it brings me back when I first became a trainer at a client. Um, I haven't really seen her since. She saw me for a few months. Um, she was so, so sweet. Love her. Hope she's doing amazing. But um, she would come in three times a week at five in the morning. And so I, some days, most of the time, didn't have either one, didn't have anyone else for the rest of the day or didn't have someone until like, 10 a.m. And at the time, it's like I probably wasn't sleeping that much. I probably was like my diet wasn't amazing. I don't know. And so I would like be running on no sleep just to wake up for that one hour. And then like sometimes I'd go home and go back to bed. And I remember like my dad being like, I don't love that you're doing this. I'm like, I know, but like trust the process because this is what I have to do right now. Like and it's insane. Before I had my studio, I was going to clients' houses or they were coming to my house. And I remember like, oh, I just have empathy for myself because not empathy or I, I'm just really proud of myself because I'm thinking of like 
I had a client three times a week around like I think 2.30 or, or like around the afternoon. And like why do I remember waking up and rushing out of the house for that? Like I was sleeping in until that time. I was My mental health was not great. And now it's like I'm waking up every day anywhere between like 5 to 6 a.m. with ease and excited for my day and just happy and just I have my – I don't know. I'm proud of myself. And three years since I've been here in May – and I'm excited to celebrate that with my clients and just, I don't know, have fun and just celebrate life and my accomplishments. I think it's important to celebrate your accomplishments because, you know, and I had support when I opened my business for sure. There were some um, times where I felt like I didn't. And there was times where I sat on the studio floor bawling my eyes out because I'm like, am I going to be able to, like, keep this business up? Like, I need to make money. I need – like, I was – like, how I was raised was you never have to struggle, ask for help. But I'm stubborn as fuck and I, like, wouldn't ask for help. And I would wait till the la- – like, of course, I've I've asked for help some, like, times in my life, of course, because sometimes you literally don't have a choice. But I ha- I would wait till the literal, like – last millisecond like okay because i just wanted to do everything on my own i think that taught me to be super hard working i'm I'm like really happy my parents taught me to do things on my own or i taught myself a lot of stuff like not well you know what i mean but like (laughs) i i'm just happy that they taught me like we're here for you but also like don't need us you know what i mean how many times do I say, do you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Oh my God, I didn't even mean to do that. I didn't even mean to do that. Okay. Sometimes I become too aware of my little um phrases that I like can't talk, but we're going to move on and pretend that we're just going to move on. So yeah, I appreciate my parents a lot. I, I would not be able to have done everything I've accomplished. Normalized parents helping out. I think like I think a huge part of me for honestly like a year over a year I would feel so guilty that I had help because I was like well how is my accomplishments this good if I'm getting help in certain ways and I'm like you know what even if someone has all the help doesn't mean that they're going to successfully do something so it's like yeah I've had help like here and there sprinkled in but like I've also worked my ass off in so many ways and like, even if you have help does not mean that you're going to be successful in certain ways in a business. So like, I love that I don't need help. I, you know what I mean? Like, oh, here we go. <laughs> but I've gotten to a point where like help is not an option. Like I don't need, like I don't need help anymore. And of course, like think about being just turning 20 and opening up a business with no like real plan technically i didn't know what the hell i was doing and like just assuming like i was gonna have a whole schedule of clients and like i was so i'm honestly so grateful i i have to update my list i made a list of how many clients i've seen and i think right now it's i haven't updated it in a while so my god it's probably like pretty long now but i want to say like 130 people have come in here so far and like that doesn't mean i have 130 active clients of course not but um, it's super cool. It's super cool to think that, like, that's how many people have walked in the, these doors. I don't know. I get sappy sometimes. I don't know why. I just – I love my job, and I think I was made to do this, and I really love it. And I'm so happy that I struggled so many times because it just motivated me to work harder and, like, 
here's the thing. I, I, I said I do. I have all the hats, whatever. Like, I, I do everything myself. Like, it's not, like, an easy thing because – but also I've learned so much on my own. Like, for instance, like, marketing-wise, every, like, little post, like, graphic design stuff, like, I do all that on my own and luckily I enjoy it. I love it. I'm good at it. Um, social media stuff I do on my own. And, like, of course, with help with, like, photographers and videographers along the way to help me with stuff. And, honestly, a lot of the videos, like, I've taken myself. I've got a nice, like, a nice camera to take things myself. I – here's the thing. I – okay. I love to be alone. I love to be alone. I think I'm majority of the time an introvert. And so one day – when I have a bigger space and I, I want to like hire people to come in and other trainers and all that really exciting things. But whatever place I get next needs to have an office that I can escape, not escape, not escape from clients or anything. I, I, ha- I have a social battery, but I also don't know if I'll be like that. I don't know. I don't know. But either way, I would like a separate office. But, like, I love to – sorry if you hear the cars outside. But I love to, like, if I need a minute, have have a space where I can take a minute. Do you know what I mean? So I'm, I'm so excited that one day that I'll have people with me here all day and stuff. But I definitely need, like, my own space. Does that make sense? Does anyone else kind of, like, feel that? Or, like, I love people, but I also have a social battery. And, like, I – I mean, I'm with clients all day and I love it, but I definitely need a debrief sometimes, like at the end of the day. And it has nothing to do with like the people I'm seeing. It's more just like me. I love to be in silence and see what I'm doing right now. I love to talk like by myself. (laughs) Okay, here's something. Sometimes I overthink being an introvert because I'm like, why am I like this? But I'm like, there's nothing wrong with it. Sometimes I overthink it and I think there's something wrong with me and I'm like, why am I like this? I like, why is everyone else so happy to be around people all day? And like, not work-wise, just like social, like social life-wise. Like, I would be happy like not seeing anyone for weeks. You know, I live with my parents and sometimes when they're out for the night, they go away, whatever, whatever, whatever. I thrive Love you guys. If you're listening, I love you so much. I I thrive being alone. I think I'm more productive. I think I'm like, so I don't like to self-diagnose myself. (laughs) Maybe I should not say this. I sometimes I just think something's a little bit off with me, which is okay. I think, I think there's a little bit off with everyone, but there's a social, there's a social, um, not error. There's a social thing with me that I've noticed my whole life. I've ignored it because I'm like, oh, I'm just like weird or something. What is that word I'm trying to think of? A social, not like, um, not error, but like a miss. Oh my God. The only thing I've noticed with my new medication, I feel like I'm having trouble thinking of words, but I don't know if that's correlated to new medication, to be honest. Like a hiccup, (laughs) like a social um dis like uh there's like a there's something whatever I'm, I, don't, I don't know what it's called but there is like a social little thing with me that I noticed that ever since I was young like 
I would be in groups of people and feel not like left out per se, sometimes actually, but just like distant. Not it's like I'm almost like I'm not in the room. Very dis or displaced and very like uh like in a, my own bubble. Like everyone's talking, everyone's laughing and like I I'm also talking, I'm also laughing, I'm also being in the conversation. But it also feels so far away from it. Like it's almost like I'm not there. And like Growing up, I'd be like, I feel like if I wasn't here, it would make a difference. You know what I mean? Like sometimes here's what I struggle with that. Okay. Let me say something. I don't know if this is going to make noise. I'm moving a wire. Um, Let me get comfortable for this. You know what? I'm plugging in my heated blanket. We're getting comfortable. I have like 10 minutes and there's still like a lot I want to say. So let me get comfortable. All right. Sorry for the noises. (laughs) So what was I saying? Um, something, something, something. <sighs> oh, okay. So here's the thing with me. I would be happy not saying a word in a social setting. If So I struggle with, like, if I have nothing to contribute, I'll just stay quiet. So certain social settings, you don't really have that option. You're supposed, like, you're... You're standing with people, you know, talk, say something. And sometimes I like don't want to force myself to say something that I don't want to say. Whether that's like I'm trying to be social, you know, like let's say me and a few people are standing talking. If I have nothing to say and trust me, I'm a yapper. Like I sometimes I don't shut up and it's really like Brianna, like, it's time to stop talking. I'm oversharing a little bit, which I've worked on through therapy because oversharing can be not fun and not appropriate for certain things. And I'm so sorry for everyone I've overshared to in my life. Um, and for the most part, people are supportive, but, you know, maybe don't say something crazy. And sometimes I, I've worked on that. That is something I'm proud of that I've worked on. And so, yeah, if I'm in, if I'm like standing with people and I have nothing to say, I'll just say quiet. I just have nothing to say. But then here's where the social battery comes in. It comes in when I'm forcing myself to be social because I feel like I have to. So if I'm like out with my friends and like I love my friends, of course, it's not about them. It's like I'm like forcing conversation because I don't have anything to say and I'm just like talking because I feel like I have to. But I would be so happy literally not saying a word. Like sometimes I'm like, okay, let me see how long I can go without saying anything. And like I said, Sometimes I have so much to say, but if it's one of those days, like, no, it's not like that. It's not that when I'm in a bad mood, it's definitely not that. It's like I could be in a really good mood, but I just have nothing to say. I don't, there's nothing going on in my brain. I don't know how to, like, there's nothing there. Like, like it's nothing. I'm not calling myself unintelligent. I think that I'm actually a very educated woman. It's more just like I have just nothing to say. So then I don't say anything. And then it's like I'm coming off like not even maybe rude, maybe rude or just like quiet or just like weird. I don't know. But there's always been my whole life a social, like, weird thing with me. And I don't even know what that would be called, but definitely abnormal. Definitely anytime in a social setting, I feel a little bit – I hate the word awkward. I really do because I don't feel awkward. I don't like when people call other people awkward because I think it's, like, mean. It's not awkwardness. It's just, like – 
like I said, I would be happy just being quiet. Maybe social anxiety, but I wouldn't even say that because I'm so good at socializing nowadays. When I was younger, I had really bad social anxiety when I was in school. Um, it would be really bad and I just like would avoid going to school some days because like I would just get so I would get like hot flashes I'd be like so I like can't speak like I get weird not weird when I say weird not like making fun of we you know what I mean I'm just like odd and here's the thing my boyfriend's sister was talking about Aquarius's Aquari- Aquarius's yeah and saying that they're kind of like oddballs and I'm not really sure exactly what that means, but my rising sign is an Aquarius, right? And your rising sign is somehow, like, sometimes how people can view you. And so when I told her, like, my I have a rising Aquarius, I think she was like, oh, that makes sense. So you're kind of an oddball. I'm like, I am, right? And I'm like, honestly, I felt validated as fuck. I was like, and she's a real one. She's, like, pointed out that she, like, yeah, like, just like me being a little bit like funny or off. I'm like, okay, so there is something off with me, right? <laughs> there is something not right, right? Oh my God. Also, Nicole, if you're listening, this is not who I'm talking about, but I will get to financial stuff in a fitness journey. I, I literally like am going to talk about that ASAP. Um, at the beginning, I, I said I was going to talk about um, what I got in um, the Instagram thing. And my girl, Nicole, was the only one that answered because she's a real one. Thank you. Um, But seriously, I felt so validated that she pointed out that, like, what's an enigma? What does that word mean? Because she called me that one time. I think it means, like, something just weird. Definition. Oh, I even spelled it a little bit wrong. A person or thing that is mysterious, puzzling, or difficult to understand. And she's called me that multiple times. Yeah. Yes. I feel validated. I, I mean, I, I don't hate that I'm like this. Sometimes I just question it. I'm like, I know that sometimes I this cannot be right. But also normalize, like, just not. Ugh, in my head, I'm like, Bronna, shut up with the normalize this, normalize that. I'm, jo- I'm, jo- I'm kind of joking, though. But, like, also normalize, like, not, like, knowing, um, like, what your personality is. I don't know. Do you ever feel like that? Do you ever feel like, what is my personality? So the social battery aspect of my job, even though like it has a nothing, not an ounce to do with who I'm seeing, I love every one of my clients. It's more just like socializing. That's the part that tires me out about my job. Literally nothing else. I'm enjoying it. I'm, I'm enjoying it. I'm having a good time. Trust me. But at the end of the day, I'm like, ooh, I'm exhausted because the social aspect of my job. And because I told my client, my, my therapist, that I'm trying to match everyone's energy because everyone is so different. I mean, imagine if you see like 10 people in a day, everyone is, has a different personality. So I'm trying to match where they are. And my therapist was like, well, if you just like be yourself and be, you know, the average like Brianna, then you wouldn't have to match and go up and down all day. And then you wouldn't be as tired socially. I'm like, ma'am, here's what you don't understand. Who is me? Who is me? Who is me? She's like, just be yourself. Be like the me. Be like, so you can say. I'm like, yeah, but who is that? Because I've I match everyone's energy to the point where I don't know what an average me is. Every person I interact with, I match their energy. This and I really try hard not to. 
but I want people to be comfortable. So, so if someone comes in and they're super talkative, I want to be talkative so they have someone to yap with. And then if someone comes in, they're more quiet. I'll like, I'll, I'll still like, you know, be talkative, but not like, I'm not going to yap their ear off. Do you know what I mean? So I am matching everyone's energy, but I want people to feel comfortable. But she, she keeps like kind of giving me the advice of like, well, if you're just like that medium average, like you, you wouldn't have to do that. I'm like, wow, can you believe you're so right? (laughs) So this week we're going to work on, and my, the rest of my life, I'm going to work on just being me and finding out what that means. But I also, I do know who the hell I am. I I think um, that was so aggressive for no reason, but I do feel like I know who I am. I am someone, I never really even thought about it, like saying it like this, but like I am someone who is really kind and likes to keep the balance. I don't like when people fight. I don't like, I don't like getting attitude. Sorry, that like came from, that came from something personal. (laughs) I'm someone who likes to be kind to others. I don't like to talk about other people's physical appearances or calling people names. I will, I'm not saying I'm not a gossiper. Like if I'm telling a story and it happened and I'm not twisting the truth to make it more entertaining, like that's not, is that gossiping? Is it really gossiping? Also is gossiping that negative? Like this is girl time. It's girl time and I'm not lying. So if I'm telling a story that something, someone did to me or whatever, that's not gossiping if it's the truth. I think it's gossiping if you're like, what is gossiping? Hold on. We're going to find out. Gossiping is a casual or unconstrained conversation or reports about other people, typically involving details that are not confirmed as being true. Oh, okay. I'm like, I discovered what gossiping is. Yeah. No. Okay. Uh, I'm not going to say I never gossip because one thing about me is I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to pretend that, like, I'm this perfect human that doesn't talk about other people. Oh, man. I'm not going to lie. I don't remember why I was talking about gossiping. And people will scare and be like, oh, my God, this is the reason because th- you're listening. But, like, I can't go back and listen unless I completely stop recording. Like, I am sorry that my pea brain – not stupid. I'm not calling myself stupid because we are kind to ourselves. Oh, I, I remember. I remember. I was saying, like, who I am as a woman. Like, who I – I know who I am. I'm someone who likes to not, yeah, like what I was saying, I'm not saying I don't gossip, but I will never sit here and be like, do you see what that girl was wearing? Do you see what that girl was posting? Do you see, like I, unless it was harmful to other people, if it was like someone posted something that was like, you know, something like that, but like, I'm not going to judge someone for their outfit or whatever. I'm not kidding you. And maybe this is a flaw. Maybe this is a flaw, but if someone calls me, comes up right up to my face you're ugly. I'm still probably not going to be mean to you back because I don't want to. That's not who I am. Everyone says treat people how you're, how they treat you. I'm like, okay, so treat everyone like shit. Not that everyone treats me like shit, which is basically what I just said. But like, I don't want to treat everyone how they treat me because then I'm not being myself. I'm not being true to myself and my morals and my values. If I treated every, here's the thing. If someone is showing me that they have a trait that I don't like. Maybe they'll, they'll still be in my life, but I will go about them differently. I'll choose to have them in my life differently, but I won't be unkind to them because I feel like that's unproductive and like not who I am as a person. And I don't like to do that. So that's who I am as a person. 
I also think I'm someone who is a very creative person and I love to make other people happy and I love to give and I love to love. I'm a Libra. I'm a fucking Libra and I love everybody. And I love to read and draw and I love music and I really want to be a drummer and I really want to start drum lessons this year. I'm just trying to find the right person. And this brings me to my next topic. Oh my God, I just got so excited because I remembered. And I, I try so hard not to be an I hate men person. I really do because I, I love men. Please trust that I do. I have an issue with finding like a platonic male friend. I'm not actively looking for one either because I don't think it's like a necessary thing that I need in my life at all. Actually, literally at all. But, like, I'm not talking about, like, a friend that I'm talking to every day or, like, seeing every day. Nothing like that. Like, I don't need a guy friend. But just, like, a a friend that if I'm seeing once in a while, I just like to be, like, platonic and not weird. (laughs) Um, The gym community has helped me a lot to find those people that I'm seeing, like, when I go to the gym. A little fist bump, like, oh, like, they're not being weird towards me. This is awesome. And I just want everyone's opinions. Do you think, like, it's possible to find a platonic? Like, I think two people can be platonic. And I don't want to be, like, assuming that. You know what I mean? I know that both people can probably make it weird. And I get that. But for me and my personal experiences, I just, like, I always just feel, like, over-sexualized. And can I just say, I know some people might be listening and being, like, well if you sexualize yourself people are going to sexualize you and I completely disagree I think that whatever I post on social media or how I come off does not give anyone permission to sexualize me does that make sense respect do, do it in a respectful way you know what I mean don't be disrespectful I don't know I, I'm actually gonna not gonna dive into that conversation because I feel like there I don't even know how to talk about it or exactly how I feel about it. So I feel like it won't be that like productive to say how like my opinions because I don't really know what my opinions are. But all I know is that it can be really disheartening and frustrating that sometimes I think I'm like friends with someone and then they'll like make a sexual comment about me and I'm like, oh man, like I thought we were like friends like and also like be respectful because like I'm in a relationship, you know what I mean? So I do think it's different when the person is single, like they're both single, like and you're you're two single friends sometimes i think it's different like personally like if you're you are two single friends and like throwing out a little like flirtatious thing is like fine as long as it's like a consensual thing like it's that both people think it's fine and they're comfortable with it but like when someone knows that i have a boyfriend and they're like say something about like my body and i'm like oh throw up in my fucking mouth like get the fuck away from me <laughs> i just got so angry because i can't do this. I wish I could talk about a situation, but like this is my business podcast, but it's also the podcast where me and the girls talk. This is for the girls. This is not me being my most professional business girl. This is the girl talk, but I can't talk about something I really want to talk about because like, I mean, God forbid, like someone find, I don't want to, I don't, I don't want to expose people from my actual life. But this person's not even in my life. Let's just say 
Um, let me be like really, really, um, what do you call that? Like not detailed, vague. Good. Be very vague and just say that like I um, had an interaction with a male that literally disappointed me so much. I thought we were like vibing as friends. And then afterwards it was like, I realized in what they were saying that they sexualized me so much in the moment. And I didn't realize till after because they like brought it up. You know what I mean? Like that I thought we were like having like a good conversation. And then afterwards they were like talking about them. Like, oh, this sucks. This is a fucking annoying. Oh, and let me just tell you as a woman, if you're a man listening and you like have like a girlfriend, not like a girlfriend, girlfriend, like a friend that's a girl and they have a boyfriend. Trust me, like it's very uncomfortable if you say things like this. And here's the thing I am working on because I'm not fucking perfect. And fuck every... Okay, stop swearing. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. I get very agitated when people are like, just stand up for yourself. I'm like, oh, my God. I never thought about that. Thank you. Never thought about that. Like, I'm trying. Ugh. Like, it's not that, like, one day you wake up and you can stand up for yourself. That's something that you learn and you, like, grow. With. Like, it's not easy to just wake up one day and be like, starting today, I'm going to start standing up for myself. You know what I mean? It's like, here, the thing with, like, men, in my opinion, in my personal life experiences, is that, like, if I'm in an uncomfortable situation and they, like, make a comment, sometimes I'll just laugh and I'm not trying to egg it on. I just, I get uncomfortable and I don't know how to say kindly, like, please don't say that. Because it's like, you know, that TikTok audio, it's like, you're so mean. You're the worst person. You're so mean. That's so mean. That's how I feel. And my therapist is a badass, like, if you're listening, because I know she's listened to an episode or two or a little bit of it. She is a badass. She's a Libra. I love that my therapists are both Libras. But she talks about, like, how how she stands up for herself. And that at first she felt, like, a little bit, like, you don't want to be that, like, mean person that can't take a compliment. But also, don't cross the line if you can see that I'm uncomfortable. So, you know, like, when you're in the shower and you're, like, damn, I, you're, like, having a fake argument. Like, damn, I wish I said this in that argument. That's kind of how, like, I felt. And I was like, I wish I stood up for myself, but I also sometimes think that you don't know that you're uncomfortable until after the fact. So this was a situation where I thought like, okay, you know, this person might be a little bit like bordering the line, but maybe I'm just being overdramatic. Like as women, it's so hard, like trust your fucking gut because this person said something to me and I like laughed, but in my head, I'm like, that was an uncomfortable laugh. Like I felt like oh, that was funny, huh? But when I laughed, I'm like, Brianna, that was your uncomfortable laugh. That's the laugh that you do when you're uncomfortable, even though I didn't know I was uncomfortable. So it's like, trust your gut, trust your intuition. And I don't know about you guys. I don't know what you guys do, but I'm trying to learn how to stand up for myself. And if someone crosses the line a little bit with a comment or with a whatever to be able to say like, all right, that's enough, you know? And it doesn't make you mean. It doesn't make you mean. I think that's why I struggle with it because I just want everyone to be kind and not feel bad about themselves because the times that I have said something along the lines of like, all right, like that's enough. Something like that. Sometimes their, their reaction is like, okay. Yeah. Like I really wasn't trying to beat it. Like they kind of like their reaction makes me feel like I'm being dramatic. You know, 2024 is the year of fuck men. Cause we're not trying to defend them anymore. We're not really trying to defend them anymore. 
can I just say that like I'm really yapping today. I'm like talking so fast. Can I just say that like something I love about myself that I've learned to do is think before I post things because I used to be like honest if I'm being honest like I had a period in my life that I did not feel like I had a lot of support with my mental health and I know that you can't rely on other people but I also felt very alone so I'd post a lot of my feelings and so um yeah I've learned now if you really want to post it in three days, then post it. But don't post it when you're in the moment emotional. Like, put it in your drafts for a few days. And that's what I do. I'll record a TikTok about talking about something that pissed me off. And I never post it. The, these are my shoes. Those are my shoe sounds, if you hear that. Um, I never end up posting it. Because I'm like, no one needs to know this, girl. No one needs to know this. Um, let me check my schedule. Because I think my next client is not until, like, an hour. But now I'm, like, overthinking it. I'm like, someone's going to walk in. I'm yapping up a storm. Oh yeah, I'm good. Um So yeah, I think um that would that situation and like whoever's in my personal life, feel free to ask me about this and I will tell you about the situation. I don't mind talking about it, but I don't want to post it if that makes sense. It wasn't that big of a deal. I'm I'm severely it was a big deal. I'm severely talking about it as if it was a big deal. It really was. But um it's fine. You know, we're healed. We talked about it in therapy. It think it was one of those interactions that like triggered other past stuff. And so I just like it honestly, thank God it happened because it inspired me to start setting up for myself more and not being a, you're not mean. This is the four agreements, girl. Be impeccable with your word. If someone makes you uncomfortable, you call them out for it. You just say, hey, that's a little bit uncomfortable for me. Do you mind not doing that? And also don't say, do you mind not do that? Just say, don't do that. I see like right there. I'm still working on it, but um, normalize like shutting up. So that's what I'm going to do now. But um, <laughs> I'm like, now we're going to talk about financial stuff in a fitness journey. It's like, how do I go from that topic to that? But um, moral of the story is, I'll wrap this up saying that sometimes I get a little bit disappointed that I can't just have like a male encounter without them being sexualized. And also me going to like a food place, ordering food. Can I talk about this? I'm talking, like, about this, like, I get hundreds of thousands of views. This is so funny. I make myself laugh. I'm like, oh, my God, like, is it going to, like, make the news? No, Brown, it's not. I went to a food place, ordered some food, and there were some sexual comments made. And, like I said, sometimes I feel dramatic and that, like, I'm lying. I'm not lying. It happened. My friend was there, and my friend wasn't there when it happened again and again and again. So it's like... Here's the situation. Someone might say something to me and I might laugh because I don't know what the fuck to say. I'm ordering food and you're being weird towards me. I'm like, have a good day. <laughs> and that that situation made me so like, what are we doing here? What are we doing? You're really going to make a comment while someone's ordering food? It just sucks. It's just like. I don't want to be sexualized by ordering a salad. Please, for the love of God. And let me say this, because I'm in a relationship, but it's okay to give someone a compliment and make them feel good. But if someone is not reciproc... That's the word I can't say. Reciprocating? <laughs> Reciprocating? Whatever, you know what I mean. Someone's not giving the same energy back. 
some people struggle with the social cues of that they're not getting the energy back and they just keep going but like if i'm like if someone's response is only laughing that doesn't mean they want you to keep going you know what i mean but basically what i'm saying is there is a place that i love to go to because i love their food but every time i go there there's some comments made to me and it's like not that big of a deal in the sense of like there wasn't lines crossed but it was like weird it still made me leave like that was fucking annoying and like this person is super nice so i'm like oh maybe i'm just like being a dramatic girl no i'm not because i feel this way for a reason just like i'm gonna stop talking about it but i think moral of the story is i just get really frustrated like going out in the world and doing normal things and then being like talked to in certain ways i'm like i just want to I just want to live a normal life. <laughs> Does this sound pretentious the way I'm talking about this? I'm just, I'm, I'm speaking for women who understand like how I feel. You know what I mean? Going into a dollar, dollar tree and like someone's like, look, you know what I mean? Like saying something weird. Like that's, that's the, that's who, that's what I'm talking about. Feeling uncomfortable and normal social situations can get real old real quick and so now we're gonna actually move on and to that i just want to end on saying it's okay that you don't know how to stand up for yourself right now there's always room to grow and learn and there's always room to learn and grow <laughs> and then learn and grow and grow and learn and just learn and grow and grow and learn um but yeah it's never too late to learn to like stand up for yourself so that's what I'm going to do this year is really work on that and just putting my foot down and be like, please don't say that about me. Thank you. Not even thank you. Goodbye. You know? Anyways, let's move on and talk about something a little more lighthearted and educational and important. There was a request to talk about financial stuff in a fitness journey and like how to afford things in your fitness journey while things are so expensive right now. And so we're going to dive into that first. And number one thing like first things first is food like food can be very expensive when you're not what do i say like not like not doing it right but not like prepping and not doing certain things and taking certain steps so the number one thing when you go food shopping do not go one when you're hungry because i mean it happens and sometimes it's kind of fun because like ooh, everything like looks so good whatever majority of the time try not to do that because you will spend more money because you know we're talking about the money aspect so avoid that two before you even think about going food shopping get your notes app get a notebook and a pen you're going to go to your freezer your fridge your cupboard cabinet cupboard whatever you're going to evaluate what you already have if you go food shopping and you're like oh do i have that at home like i don't really know you're going to get double of things. You're not going to get the right thing. Like, it's have a damn plan. So, like, what I do, like, if I know I'm going to go food shopping the next day or at least in the next couple days, I'll start, like, planning out, like, okay, what am I going to eat for the week? And then I'm like, what do I have already? And what do I need to get? You write your list and, you know, maybe let yourself get a couple things off the list, but for the most part, stick to the list. So you're not getting a bunch of random shit like, oh, maybe this bag of whatever. Like, yeah, you can have a couple little things off the list. But for the most part, try to not veer off of it just because then 
that's when you start spending a bunch of money. And so I think that is really helpful. And when it comes to buying food, I mean, it depends where you're going. You know, there's things like Price Right, there's things like Aldi, there's things like Walmart, Stop and Shop, Whole Foods, Target. There's a bunch of places where you can get your food for the week. And so sometimes you might think, oh, thinking of Target food shopping, obviously it's more expensive, but that's actually not always the case. So something that I do once in a while or as much as I possibly can is I will, I have all the apps, right? So I have the Stop and Shop, I have the Target, and I have the Walmart app, and oh, also like BJ's and stuff. Here's what I'll do when I have the extra time. Compare the prices. You know, if you're getting Frank's Buffalo sauce, look up that on all the apps. Compare prices. Yes, it takes time, but you will save money. So I think it was specifically that. Like, I'm pretty sure Target had the cheapest hot sauce. And now, um, I just recently started going to BJ's. I don't know who listens to this and if it's, like, people that aren't from Rhode Island. I, I don't – are BJ's a Rhode Island thing? I don't even know. But, like, it's, you know, it's like a Costco. It's like um, bulk items. And I'm pretty sure BJ's would be more cheaper. And I just started going there. And it's nice. I mean, of course, you spend a lot of money, but you're getting bulk items. It's cheaper than normal. And even if it's by like 50 cents, it's still going to add up at the end. And so that's something that I definitely recommend is price checking. You know, take that 20 minutes to before you go like, oh, where am I going to go food shopping? Look at all like compare prices. And so that is something I really recommend. And um, yeah, I think that's like the food part of financial stuff. Here's another thing. If you're listening to this and you have a gym membership and you do not go, either cancel it or just like start going, you know, that's something that you can save a lot of money with. Think about like, How often am I going? Is there a cheaper gym that I might like more? Like, you know, look at your options and what's the best bang for your buck. And I know, of course, that your health is an investment. So sometimes it does get expensive, but it's all about what is worth it for you, you know, and what can you what can you cut back in other facets of your life so that you can afford it? And for instance, if you're someone, and it's a, it's a very opinion-based, but if you're someone who gets lashes, nails, hair, tan, lots of makeup, like stuff like that, and, you know, you're like, oh, maybe things are getting really expensive. Like, I don't know if I can, like, afford X, Y, Z. Maybe pick one thing to just get a little bit less of. And like, I know that's self-care and I get that, but so is fitness, right? So it's like, you have to kind of decide maybe can I get a self tan at home instead of going to like a spray tan person super often. It's just things like that. Um, and yeah, I think that it's so important to have that conversation with yourself. Like, I know that it's been a while now that I've kind of had a conversation with myself. Okay, I don't need to get makeup every whatever. I rarely 
rarely shop for makeup and it hurts because I love makeup. I'm like, I know I need to make wiggle room for other things. And is it necessary to get my eighth lip gloss when I have 20 at home? It's things like that. It's like, or my eighth lip liner. I already have a lot. And it's like, so for that, I try to like literally run out of things before I buy more. So that has been really helpful. Things like that. Um, Things like clothing. Because like I said, everything, you know, there's budgets and everything. So you can, you're able to like afford, you know, healthy fitness stuff. And clothing is, okay, before you buy clothing, look at what you have. It's just like going food shopping. Do I need this other pair of leggings? Probably. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) I get it. I have so many gym clothes, but guess what? I don't wear a lot of it. I try to get neutral colors and neutral patterns because if I get bright leggings, how often am I going to wear them? I know like certain colors that I prefer on myself more. And so I try to not get things that I, okay, like a statement piece. Do you know what I mean? I'm not going to buy something that I can only wear so often. For example, I bought a Thanksgiving themed lifting shirt for because I had Thanksgiving class like this past Thanksgiving and it's like a turkey lifting weights and it says um what does it say feast feast mode and it's so cute and that was like I wanted to wear it for a Thanksgiving class it was worth it for me it was super cute but like I'm I might not wear all the time and I haven't worn it since Thanksgiving so little things like that I'm like okay it's cute sometimes but I could have gone without it but maybe I'll wear it. I mean, that's something you can wear all year long. But do you know what I mean? Try to get things that you will wear often. I started doing that with going out clothing like the past few years. I only buy neutral color things and things that I know will get a lot of use out of it. And I have noticed I've spent a lot less money on clothing because, I mean, I'm spending like 60 hours a week at work. And so I'm wearing workout clothes all the time. So I know that it is worth it to get workout clothes. But in like the fun stuff going out clothes, like I try to not really spend that much money on because I don't really wear it that much. But yes, it's all about making like budget cuts where it's needed. And someone who's asking like, how do I afford things, whatever, whatever. Dude, like organize your financial stuff, you know, make there's a bunch of apps. I, ha- I just got one, by I forgot what it's called. Um, I don't have my iPad near me. Like, it's across the room, but I'm, like, very comfy right now, and I'm honestly, I'm not getting up. But And I deleted it from my iPad because I need to make storage, but I need to de- re-download it. I'm, I'm rambling. Okay. But basically, just look it up. Like, on TikTok, whatever, um, there's financial apps that can really organize things for you. You put down everything, all your bills, your income your little fun stuff that you buy, and it kind of just helps you budget. And even if it doesn't specifically, like, give you reminders, it's more just so, like, you can see what room you have in the month and what to spend on. And it's been really, really helpful for me. I have been organizing financial stuff for years of my life, and it's very helpful. I'm, like, jumping around. I was going to say something else, but I want to say this first. Literally, making food – going back on food – Make your food at home 80% of the time. If you are looking back and you're having takeout seven days a week, five days a week, oh my God, 
hundreds, 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 hundreds of dollars you're spending a week. Especially if you're someone who like DoorDash is like, it's so expensive. If you're going out on the weekends a lot, it, it that is a budget cut 100%. Now, it's hard because like depending on your age, I know it's like a thing to go out and I, and I get that for sure. But like even offering to your friends, you know, few times a month. Hey, let's stay in tonight and cook. Like those nights are the best nights in my opinion versus going out. I feel like it's so fun to stay in and cook dinner and have a little whatever and saves a lot of money like that. Like imagine like you're going to your friend's house on a Friday night instead of going out. Everyone splits the grocery bill of cooking, whatever. You're going to spend like 20 bucks versus going out the amount of drinks, the tips, the food, it's like so, so expensive. So also doesn't mean don't go out ever again, but it's also like pick your, what do you call it? Pick your, oh, pick your, your battles. <laughs> Couldn't think of that word for some reason. Like you kind of just pick like what's worth it for you. So it's like, and also, it doesn't mean, yeah, don't go out ever, but it just means, okay, instead of going out three times this in a weekend, maybe once or twice, just kind of cutting down a little bit. So that's kind of the financial part. I really hope, like, that helps. I hope, like, it made sense and all that. So that is about that. And I hope everyone really enjoyed this episode it was all over the place there were some helpful things there was some oversharing not really but like a little bit maybe like a sprinkle of that and yeah i love you all if you enjoy this episode my my favorite thing in the world is when someone shoots me a message and say i love this episode like that i'm like thank you because please i sometimes i feel like i'm shouting into the void i'm like is anyone out there like i don't know i don't know so if you have ever damned me and be like this episode was good or I just listen. I like, it feels so amazing. So cool to hear that. And it makes me feel like, okay, I'm doing this for a reason. Cause sometimes I'm like, do people like this? And I just love to talk to myself anyway. So I will talk to you next episode. If you have any topics that you want to hear about, please let me know and goodbye. All right, guys, that is it for today's episode. If you found any information today helpful, then I would greatly appreciate sharing this episode to any social media or to a friend. And as always, if you want to follow me on my fitness journey and my business, you can find me on Instagram or Facebook at Fitness. And if you go to bsuzafitness.com, you can apply to become my nutrition client. Or if you live in Rhode Island and want to join one of my group classes or one-on-one training, you can sign up on there as well. Thank you. And I'll talk to you guys next time.